Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crap It's a podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Ye Old Brows. Okay, I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Oh. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? How are you, my little darling face? Oh, I'm very excited because uh, after many, many years of waiting and pleading and begging, Real Housewives of Miami is finally back on our TVs. Sort of. Yes, Miami is back, and it's crazier than ever. It's a it's a facial bouncy house. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> great time. But before we get into Miami, well, first, we're going to do episode one today. They released two, so we're going to do two later this week, just so you know. Episode two, um, yeah. Also, our Crappens on Demand, on fire. This week, we did the Super Size Salt Lake City episode, and we are also going to do Orange County a little later in the week. And we have tickets for our live shows, which come back in the new year. January 27th, we will be opening in New York City with the Golden Crappies. We'll be moving to Jersey and then to Boston. We've got an amazing 22 plan, so we hope to see you over there. Get your tickets at watchwhatcrappens.com. Also, as used, take a seat every Monday night. We're going to take next Monday off, but for the most part, take a seat on Monday night's Green Room app. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. You talk with us, we talk with you, we laugh, we cry. So do that, and thank you guys for your support and for being here. And we are so happy to be back with Miami. Oh, my kids. Yeah, Miami, we've been, we were early proponents. I mean, we were, I think one could make an argument that we were the only ones recapping Miami when Miami was on the air. And at least on, in podcast form. And uh, we've always been fans of Miami, but now Miami is back. And I would wager to say that this this reboot is kind of the Miami that I think everyone expected when it first showed up. I think that like everyone when when Real Housewives of Miami premiered, I think everyone expected a lot, lots of like crazy faces and lots of like vibrancy and lots of sort of like over the top kind of visuals and that first season kind of stumbled out of the gate and it had a hard time kind of like getting getting past that reputation, even though season two, as I've said a million times, is one of the best seasons of all Housewives. Um, so this reboot to me feels a little bit like the Miami that we always were expecting. Also, things with the actual Housewives are more like they should be. I mean, Larza being on OnlyFans and yes. then, like her her storyline just being kind of like a, a feet seller online with yeah. like just a huge blown up face been discarded by the Kardashians. I mean, it just makes, she makes more sense on the show for sure. Yeah. And we'd love, obviously we've always, we, we always thought Leah Black was, was like a top tier housewife on Miami and everything. But um, so I'm like sad to see her not on the show. But I also think that, you know, just this like seeing these crazy, crazy ladies, it's like uh, it, it works in its own different way. Yeah. So here we are back in my Mijami. Yes. Go. Oh, first of all, anyone new to these who's just like, hey, I'm going to see if there's a recap for Real Housewives of Miami. Um, we do terrible accents of everybody on this show. Okay. Yes. No, no rocks are. In, we're not uh, intending to be offensive with them, but we yeah. like making these people cartoon characters and doing terrible accents. Okay. So you're about to hear some of those. 
yeah, we're never trying to say this is how these people, like this group of people speaks. We're just trying to sound, we're trying to sound like the specific person and sometimes we fail, but we, we're trying our best and we just like to have fun with it. Yeah. Okay. So we start out with their taglines, which I think we went over. Uh, oh no, that's no. We, we so yeah. Long. No, we actually don't get the taglines in the first episode. We talked about them on Take a Seat, actually, but we can revisit that again on the second episode. The first episode begins actually with the spectral voice of dearly departed Mama Elsa, and we just hear her say, "People love Miami, but they don't love it because it's a fun place. They love it because it's a very." odd place <laughs> and then Larza saying there's a lot of jealous people in miami and alexi saying my marriage between herman and i is between herman and i and then lisa hosting crying i just want to have a baby <gasps> i pronounce you husband and wife and i just knew at that moment my son was gonna die you'll be surprised what destiny has in store for you <laughs> um and then um and then we have, wait, was this the lyric to the song? I've been around the world, seen so many places. I believe it was. It's like, yes. I've been around the, been around the world, seen so many places. places. Adriana. Is that Adriana singing it? Yes. Is it she really? This, you didn't know that band. Wait, was this her song? I'm taking away your co-hosting. I forgot. Ben wait. is just a guest now on this show. Wait, How she, dare you? Was this a song that she sang on the original? Yeah. Oh, it's like all coming back to me very like I totally forgot about that because I was going to make a joke that since this sounded so not uh, tricksy, I was going to say this was just like Joanna Krupa is gone, but she like lives on singing the song because it sort of sounded like Joanna Krupa singing it. So the fact that it was actually Adriana from the original, I was like, and that also makes sense why when she, when why she sings along with it on the air and she shakes her boots. Yes. <laughs> yes. I apologize. Bird, I've seen so many places. Ha, fa, fa, Miami. Fush, fush, Miami. Flash, flash. I mean, I've had many nightmares to this song. I have it's never that. left me. Because I was like, sometimes I'll I find like myself in traffic just going, oh, oh, Miami. Oh, oh, Miami. I sound like a bird being run over, over and over again. I can feel the rush. I'll make you blush. Miami. Um, well, I think, I think the years have been like, like good as gold. I think the years have been good to the song. Cause I was like, you know what? I am into this song right now. This is working for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Adriana singing along to herself and shaking her boobs. Now I know this is Adriana now cause we had a huge discussion on who the hell she even is anymore last week on that trailer recap, but I would not have known it was her. I mean, she looks so completely different. Looks good, I think. Mm -hmm. Just looks completely different. Blonde hair, colored contacts, different face. I mean, everyone's had a, a pretty major facial upgrade. I, actually, I would say, except for um, Mari Soul, she, she looks like herself, I think. She does. I actually think I've, I sort of like that everyone has settled into about eight years of aging. I feel like that's like good for these kind of shows. You know, we've always said that these shows are best when everyone's like a little bit older. And um, I, I like that. I like that there's like a little bit more life in their faces that has been trying to get plastered over. Um, and uh, speaking of Marisol, she's the first one we actually see when we when we start the show, like properly start the show. She goes, hey, fuckers. But you never thought you'd see me again, which is funny because she's not even a full-time cast member, right? Or is she? I don't think she is. She's not. No, no. She's not the 
um she's not and neither is it's adriana um, adriana yeah but they are um, they are they're so prominent in this first episode and they, it begins with them that it's actually shocking that they're merely just friends of yeah um so she's drinking this big gigantic glittered soda thing and it's huge because she's really thirsty i mean Mar marshall's yeah. one of the thirstiest <laughs> and uh she's wearing these feathers and you know all this and alexia is picking her up in a red ferrari and she's like hello my friend and she's like what took you so long my face is melting off we're so red we're gonna be like a maxi pad driving down the freeway <laughs> marisol's trying hard as usual i have to give it to her though like marisol she still is not like the most fascinating real housewife or member of this show but at least now she's trying and in her first three seasons she was just sort of like a lump she's like Normally she would be she would be like, it's a car. But now she's like at least trying to make maxi pad jokes. She's like attempting to be like right. vivacious. You know, Marisol is a tryhard in general, but now she's like trying hard in her tryhardiness. If that makes any sense, yeah, she's so, trying hard as a tryhard. You know, the, yeah. some effort while you're trying. Yeah. hard. Being in the presence of Larsa Pippen sort of helps that's where like rises all the like like you know when they say a rising tide lifts all the boats i think larsa pippen rises like raises all the boats because larsa pippen's so terrible that she just automatically makes everyone seem like not quite as bad you know everyone gets like a little bit of a larsa bump so alexa's like it's been a tough year so i'm glad we're getting together and she's like i need a drink immediately <laughs> mary Soul's really so glad to be back on tv and she's gonna make this she happen is. damn it no matter what she will she will make it happen she will i think she also thinks she's on the sex and the city reboot too i think she's not quite clear what's being rebooted she's like and just like that am i right girls <laughs> i'm the new samantha right girls like no you're on the wrong franchise marisol so Alexia, which I think everybody in Florida says ten times a day, goes, It's hot. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking Florida. Okay. It's hot. It is hot. So Marisol's joking, like, How are you wearing your bloomers today? Oh, look at me and just like that, I'm fun sexy, Marisol. So yeah. So then uh it's just like it's just the the energy of Miami and boat goes by and then the wind blows and the glass flies off. I mean they already got breaking glass in the first two seconds. Unfortunately it's the wind that broke the glass and like goes, Ay! And Marisol goes, Oh no, that's a really good sign. That's like it's like Mazeltov. No, that's just a glass that fell off the table. Okay. Like I hate <laughs> when people try to make everything into a good sign. It's like, oh, a bird shat on your head. That's good luck. No. It's not good luck. It means I've got bird feces in my hair. That is not good luck. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Oh, so then Alexia is like, it's good luck, but it's also the wind. And I like Alexia because Alexia is very on the nose with her commentary. <laughs> she always She's has been. Yes. <laughs> so Lisa Hochstein arrives. Now, what's funny about plastic surgery is that Lisa Hochstein looks so insane her first time around. <laughs> with her plastic surgery because you know it's like she's married to the plastic surgeon you know if i was yeah. married to the frozen yogurt guy i'd walk around with m&ms plastered all over my face you know <laughs> that's just how it goes yeah. so, but now all these years later she actually her face makes more sense in this context it does. that's what i'm saying i feel like she really aged into her face and so because she like before <laughs> it was completely like completely non-aged face and so she she really aged into the you know river raft that is her face well before she was like 27 and she got the plastic surgery that normally someone who's in their 60s gets to look like they're 32 but now since so many people 
of that age get that plastic surgery that when you see that plastic surgery, it just makes them look that age because we have associated that. So it's like, wow, she's before she looked like she was 62, but now she looks she doesn't look 62, but now she's really aged into a okay, this this face in this context sort of makes a little bit she looks crazy. I mean she looks crazy. Yeah, but we're used she, to she looks crazy. She looks crazy. <laughs> but I will also say as a compliment, um, that I'm really digging here. I don't know why. it's because it's Christmas, everybody. Okay, you're welcome. But also I have to say, I like that she's keeping her face template because a lot of yes. people just go crazy. Like Vicki Gumbelson, you know, every year, different face. Mm -hmm. Kyle Richards, who, by the way, I think still looks beautiful. But every It's that, always yeah. so different. You know, it, it takes getting used to. Madonna. Whereas Lisa's just like, here's the template. Just keep going with this. Okay. Yeah. Every, just keep she's like a universal same. adapter. It's like when you bring when you go like overseas <laughs> and you get that big block and you can plug it into any plug. She's like, I got the universal plastic surgery thing, so no matter what I do, it still looks like Lisa, as opposed to like now I have a whole new. What it's not, she doesn't get a whole new face. She or, she just has, she just has the fixtures. The new edition. She tweaks. She tweaks the same additions, right? It's yeah. Like when you re, she re, went you hard initially. She went hard initially. So now she only has to tweak, as opposed to just doing a series of tweaks that eventually go awry. Right. So, um, yeah. So she arrives in a lingerie lace bodysuit thing, you know, and of course gets out of the car and is like, "Up, oh, going the wrong way. I'm going <laughs> yeah. the wrong way." <laughs> they forgot to install the GPS in her filler. So, um, so. She sits down and she's like, oh, my God, you guys look fantastic. Like, so do you. And she's like, what are you drinking? She's like, Alexa's like, oh, well, you know, Peter got me uh, some Casamigos. She goes, oh, is that low sugar? She's like, oh, I can't with you skinny bitches. No, she goes, Alexa, Alexia says, Casamigos with watermelon. And she goes, oh. is that low in sugar? That leave makes a lot more sense. Fucking, <laughs> leave it up to Lisa to ask if something with watermelon is low sugar. You gotta love, <laughs> gotta love Lisa. That makes a lot more sense that I because I was like, wow, she's asking about the sugar content and straight tequila. Yeah. Wow, Lisa not knowing if fruit has sugar in it. Uh, yeah. So Adriana shows up next, and she's hugging everyone. She's like, "Y'all girls were caught representing. We're representing here, girls." Uh, and she's like, "Oh, congratulations, Marisol, on your wedding!" And she goes, "Oh, thanks. My mom and dad sent him. They're up there doing work for me." I'm like, "I guarantee you, they at this point they're like, oh my god, we still have to take care of Marisol. We're not going to find her or something. Let's just do whatever we're going to do up here in heaven." Yeah. Um, so the, first of all, let's congrats, you know, congratulations to Marisol and Marisol tells us about mama Elsa passing away, um, uh, which is so sad. And then we get the clip of mama Love Elsa mama with Elsa. her fan dancing around saying, I don't want to sit. I'm going to be laying down when I die forever. Hmm. Um, I'm so also excited for all the people who never saw the first three seasons and, uh, they get to see mama Elsa for the first time. They're probably like, Whoa, was not <laughs> expecting that. But those yeah. of us were used to mama Elsa and, and we love her. So, so Marisol tells us after a year of hiatus and healing, I met the love of my life, Steve. We laugh and we're like identical twin souls. Both of us laugh and also we laugh. So we got <laughs> together. So it's perfect, really. Just a lot of laughing and sipping on large cups and laughing some more. It's, it's perfect. It's a perfect love. Live, <laughs> when they say live, laugh, love. It's we laugh and love. That's what we do. Yeah. So another red Ferrari comes and it's Larza. Larza now has 
an ass. It's like she's in a potato sack race with somebody standing behind her. That's only got half a body, if that makes any sense. I think it looks like a salmon filet, you know? (laughs) These big butts, guys, like I get it. You know, big butts are in. What about when they're out? What are you going to do when big butts are out? Just get your butts taken out? No, the butt doesn't work like that. It's not how skin works. It doesn't just go back. The butt industry is not going to allow that to happen. The butt industry is going to make sure that those butt implants still get sold. So um, Alexia is like, oh, well, you know, I've known Larsa for many years now and, you know, you know, so many years. And we see, of course, of course, they put up pictures of Larsa from like 10 years ago when she looked like a completely different person. And Alexia is like, yeah, I felt like I felt like I had a connection with Larsa the very day I met her, you know, and like the connection was like the kind of connection you get when you stick metal into an outlet. It was just like (laughs) awful. And I wanted to die, you know. And Adriana's like, oh, that Larsa, we haven't stayed in touch that much. Her face is different. Her boobs are different. Her butt is even bigger. Now, I I think she's now becoming the Kim Kardashian lookalike. And the producer's like, is that a bad thing? And Adriana's like, well, whatever your taste is, I have higher standards. Adriana's accent is my favorite because it'll come back to me eventually. It's not back yet, but it's because she's not straight up Brazilian, right? She's like Brazilian... But then she's got, is it Russian? She's got everything. What is it? French and whatever. Yeah. This, I mean, this this show is like a hodgepodge of accents. It's really <laughs> meant for us, you know? Yeah. Like, it's everyone comes together. Every accent comes together on this show. She still does that real tight smile when she's, like, dissing someone. She's like, oh, yeah. so what have you been up to, Larsa? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, like, trying to stay, like, low profile. How are you <laughs> trying to stay low profile? <laughs> Larsa, who's, like, calling Paps to follow her in the airport while she's cheating with someone's husband. Exactly. Girl. I mean, we're crying out loud. And, and Adriana's like, oh, yeah, because I heard some stuff in the news. And she's like. Yeah, Larsa left Miami, but the Kardashians, they shunned her out. Uh, now she's back in the group and trying to regain our friendship and our trust. But there's mystery there, and I'm curious. Um, so the story, I guess, was that, what, that Larsa was fooling around with Tristan Thompson? Is that why she got kicked out of the Kardashian clan? It's hard to even know or care. But like, I think so. I don't really keep up with the Kardashians. I've got I don't enough either. crap in my life. I just did okay. some. I just did like a little bit of research before the show about like why did Larsa? I was like, wait. First, I was like, why did Larsa fall out with the Kardashians? And then I was like, wait, why was Larsa with the Kardashians in the first place? So I I learned yeah. all about that. And honestly, it's not that interesting. Yeah, but you know, it's like the help. You know, before they escape, they they get your good silverware. And before Larsa <laughs> left, she got the faces. She got the faces and the butts. She got the face yeah. templates and the butt templates on her way out because that's the yeah. face she's got. That's right. So um, we also learned that Adriana and Frederick, they got divorced during COVID, uh, which we knew this was eventually going to happen with that ridiculous boat that they were building and also how late that they were to their own wedding. We knew that there was disaster looming. I, I'm surprised it took so long. And then Larsa goes, Larsa starts saying this stuff like, I'm so bad at dating. I don't even know the proper etiquette. And Mary Soul's like, what are you kidding? I mean, you're not bad at dating. From what I'm seeing, you're living your best life. 
not gonna lie. Lars is like, not gonna lie. And she tells us, I could attract a 70-year-old man, a 50-year-old man, a 30-year-old man, a teenager, baby, <laughs> puppy, flowers, flowers like me, plants Hummingbirds. even come near me. <laughs> flotsam and jetsam, both the animated characters and actual flotsam and jetsam in the water. Loves me. <laughs> Um, and then we see a, p- a picture of her with Mike Beasley. And she's like, I'm just open, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to see what I like, because, like, the thing is, I'm still married. Thank you for answering that, because we had that question last week. And she's yeah. like, everything's been finalized for a long time, but we just have to separate our assets. Like, all our stuff, guys, like, you know? And this dramatic music as everyone looks at her like, oh, you shady Pippin money stealer. That's exactly right. And then she goes, people assume that when you're married to an NBA player that you're shopping all day and you're getting nails done all day. But with Scotty, my job was to like support him and his career. And it was like, wasn't just for like one year or two years. It was like 21 fucking years. <laughs> like, so are you saying that because you didn't get to shop and do your nails every day and that you had to actually like be supportive of your husband in some way that <laughs> that's why you got out of this marriage? Yeah, well, also that she just kind of lists what being a partner is, you know? She's like, yeah, yeah as a wife of an NBA player, I just, like, supported him and did stuff for my family. <sighs> I mean, I'm assuming it's that he was traveling for 21 years, right? Like, I'm assuming it's that, like, she basically did not have access to him. But the way she phrased it, it made it sound like she was like, uh, I'm waiting for my mall day. Hello. Ugh, I have to just, like, take care of children? Ew. Yeah. So they ask where he is, and she's like, well, he lives in L.A., and the boys are with him, Sophia's with me. And so she talks about how they at least got their kids right, you know, and then she names all her kids, which I don't really care. No offense. And then Lisa's like, well, wow, I'm so glad you're in this great place and dating and living life now. Like, wow, everybody. Does watermelon have sugar or not? I really want to drink something. Am I right? And Lars is like, guys, I'm going to have a party. It's going to be a hot girl's summer. Okay, it's going to happen right after prom. Okay, and so the wardrobe is bikini. God, kick her out. Who says that? (laughs) I'm having a hot girl's summer and the dress code is bikini. (laughs) Oh, Oh God, she's just so terrible. So Alexia is like, oh, yeah, well, you know, something you would wear on your OnlyFans, right? <laughs> like, okay, don't Alexia. Alexia's learning how to, like, you know, she's getting in the mix there a little bit. Yeah, Alexia came back way bitchier, which I like. Yeah, way bitchier. Uh, so Marisol is cracking up, and Adriana is just, like, kind of offended. Like, someone has an OnlyFans. <laughs> and so Lisa's like, you guys, you're so judgmental. And Alexia's like, it's not judgmental. I mean, how do your kids think about your OnlyFans? And she's like, well, I literally only post the same things I would post on Instagram. Like who's gonna pay for that? Ain't nobody paying for your Instagram. Who are the people out there who are paying to see Larsa Pippen roll on a bed? I mean, who like it's time for you to like become be honest with some life choices. And I want to support. You know, people can be attracted to what they're attracted to. People can have their fetishes, but also Larsa Pippen. It's time to re-examine some things in your life, people. Yeah. Um. So then we see pics of her only fans and it's her like naked on the floor in a thong but you know like covering her boobs or whatever and so then alexia's like like what are they paying you i want to know okay i want to know now 
And she says, well, you know, it's just like the difference is, is that I just reply to DMs more on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, I actually get like a lot of guys from the Middle East and everything. And Marisol's like, well, what do you put up there on your fan site? And why do people care about ceiling fans so much? Oh, Marisol. So Marisol's like, Marisol tries to tell us what OnlyFans is. She goes, you know, it's kind of like a peep show. You pull a strap down, you know, there's jazz playing, maybe some big band every now and then. It's like, Marisol, no, you don't really know what OnlyFans is. <laughs> and Lars is like, listen, I'm making 10000 a day. And they're like, what? And uh, Alexia says, are you kidding? Are you dumb? Because if you're getting 10000 a day, you're showing more than you than like your outfit for the day. I'm just saying, just saying. And Audrey well, was like, I'm don't... worth more than that. I'm worth more than 10 grand a day. <laughs> I have higher standards. Um, why don't any of them just like pay the $5 and just look at her OnlyFans at this point, right? <laughs> just look. Yeah, they're also like, oh, what? OnlyFans. But no one wants to give her the $5. Yeah. <laughs> so um, then later, or sorry, Boats. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. There's a song uh, called Yeah, All Right. And I was like, wow, Trixie is not working on this show. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, because they outsource it to Adriana. So they're yeah. like, Adriana, they, what else can you come up with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, all right. It's just not the same <laughs> song. Just, no, it's just like her assistant was writing down the lyrics while she's on the phone. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, are you writing uh, the lyrics too? Yeah, all right. All right. Bye. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So Miami shoes, expensive cars. Frankie is in the car with Alexia and he's like, bro, dude, slow down. You're so fast, mom. She goes, I know this is Miami. People don't know how to drive here. I was talking about you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Frankie is remembering Lazaro, who is Herman's driver. And uh, Alexia is saying, like, you know, like after Herman died, like we never heard from Lazaro again. So I think that's strange. You know, I think that's strange, uh, which I don't know why she thought she was going to. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some. I don't know. But um, her math. Did so, you keep paying him? <laughs> I know. So, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> that, that was my question. <laughs> unless, you know, uh, maybe Lazaro. I don't know. I haven't watched season episode two, but maybe Lazaro had a very special relationship with her man. Herman. Who knows? No. So oh, I don't know. Uh, so basically we sort of get like a recap that, um, they separated in 2015 and then a year later he died. And, um, she's like, so do you think Lazaro had a lot of juicy stuff on your dad? And he's like, juicy? What? And so she tells us after Herman passed away that there were rumors that he was gay, but there were no signs there, believe it or not. What are you talking about? These women told you he was gay. They told you he was gay in season two. He was all around town fucking everybody. What are you talking about? And she goes, there were no signs. And they show a flashback of this guy, James Davis, who was a drag queen who was around a lot in season two, I believe. And, well, all, I think all the seasons. And, and James goes up to Herman and goes, you don't recognize me? I'm James. And then he gets down on his knees and, and he goes, now do you recognize me? And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> um, so she's like, oh, it's been a long day. And so she starts talking about her salon. And we see earlier in the morning, she's talking to people at the salon going, do you like your colors? I went from the magazine to something, but, you know, it's still art related. 
Um, and she talks about how the magazine that they used to have, the kids, Herman's kids, decided to close the magazine after he passed. Yeah, so she started up uh, Alexia and Frankie Beauty Bar, which um, triggered me a little bit because I felt like it was a little bit of a knockoff on Beauty Lab and Laser because it was like instead of Beauty Lab and Laser, well, it was totally different words, actually, but there was a plus in there. I was like the same font. And I was like, wait a second. Does Heather Gay know about this? Should we alert her? God. So um, she's talking about how Herman would be proud of her because she's continuing the life and her life. And especially that Frankie is involved because Frankie was in a really bad accident um, almost 10 years ago. And he almost died. But, you know, he's doing really good. But now she's got this new guy and he has two daughters. And we see her go to her penthouse apartment or whatever with a car elevator. Oh, my God. This is like the most Miami apartment. It was insane. It was like, so I've never been to Miami, but I just imagine every single apartment is like this. (laughs) Just like you park your Range Rover in a, in basically a vacuum tube and it gets sent to a mail room. And then you enter this like gorgeous penthouse with glossy surfaces and giant windows. And so she's there. And then we have got Todd, her fiance. And she's like, Oh, I love that. you Staten Island. eh? Yeah. Staten Island. Staten Island. Yeah, is that where he's from? Because that's how he talked. Yeah, he's from Staten Island. Hey. Like, I love that you got home before me. That's so funny, Todd. Like, the man gets home before the wife? That's crazy, Todd. That's <laughs> crazy. And he's like, yeah, but you go to work at like one in the afternoon. So, I mean, come on. She goes, and I love it. I love it, Todd. It's crazy. <laughs> a woman coming home before a woman coming home uh, after the man. That's hilarious. Uh, so uh, we can stop having this banter, right? Because we do it literally every single day. You would say, isn't this crazy that I'm home before you? And I have to remind you, you go to work at one o'clock and I go to work earlier. Like, uh, was this going to settle in now, Alexia? Huh? And she's like, after the two marriages I had, I'm super jaded because I've been married to two guys that were liars. And then we see headline. Alexia Echeverra's ex-husband arrested for cocaine possession. Yeah, she's like, but now with, with Todd, like when I met Todd around five years ago, I knew that he would be the one that I was going to be able to trust because there's something about the man from Staten Island who lives in a very slick apartment <laughs> that says super trustworthy. <laughs> Trustful. I got to pick out the chandelier. And so we close up on this like little tiny chandelier that's way too small for the room. <laughs> and she's like, do you like it? And he's like, I got to say, you got great taste, but it's like a haunted house in here. I mean, what the <laughs> hell? You know, by the way, it's about time a ghost haunted like someplace chic. Okay. Like I'm, I'm so sad for all these ghosts in these crappy ass like rickety houses in the middle of the woods. Why doesn't a ghost ever be like, you know what? I want to like take over this Miami penthouse. This is what it's about. You know, Herman's like the gay ghost of that house. Yeah. Herman's just like, oh, hello, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, queen. Yes, queen. So she's like, you know what? I've married two Cuban guys, but the gringo? I've never had the gringo. I'm like, Todd? I don't even know that name. Like, Todd. (laughs) Todd. She's like, Todd. (laughs) Todd. Todd. Oh, well, you know, Todd. Doesn't work. Oh, well, you know, daughter? I'm... I'm sure that this daughter does not want to be on TV at all. The daughter, Sophia, comes out like this. <sighs> like her hands through her hair. Oh, we're not on video, right? We are for each we're, other, but not for We're, we're videoing each other, but, but we're not actually doing copies on demand. Yeah, weirdos. I don't know why we're doing that. We I like it. It makes it easier. It's, it's, yeah. But she comes out like rubbing her hands through her hair. She's like, oh, good morning. Is there any breakfast? 
They are trying desperately to be the next Hamlin daughters, not the next Hadid, the next Hamlin daughters. And <laughs> <laughs> so um, she's uh, Alexia says, you know, it was a very different, you know, oh, well, you know, Peter's matured so much. And like he's not the same 18 year old he was many years ago. Thank God. He's actually literally as many years ago uh, older as he was since the last time you saw him. So that's how many years have passed. And that's how much older he is now, which is kind of amazing. You know, time yeah. stays the same shape. It just gets drier. So, um, clip of 2013, a guy like, hey, wait, you can't walk away. You damaged my car. You damaged my property. And he's like, yeah, but you flipped us off. So fuck you, old man. <laughs> and she's like, back then, you know, Peter was going through a very difficult time in life. But he's so different now. He's living downtown. He's looking for different um, business opportunities. And we're still very close. He's always going to be my boy. Like, okay, so he moved so, into his own apartment and that you're no paying job. for and, uh, <laughs> and he has no job. He's, he's looking not. for business opportunities. Yep. Mm -hmm. I guess the rap career never worked out. So um, she's like, but you know what? I want to be married for Tot -tot for the rest of my life. Because as far as I can tell, he's not a drug dealer and he's not gay. So, so far, so good. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, Peter and Todd, 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 Peter and Todd are not talking to each other. I still can't say his name. It's not a liar, but I can't say his name. Oh, so Peter and Todd hate each other, apparently. So then we go over to Lisa's house, a big box mansion on the water with lots of <laughs> columns. It's always God. the dumb people who want to live in a house that looks like a library. Always. Always. She's like, I want my house to be like an Excel spreadsheet. Lots of columns. So um, she's there, and Lenny is with a child in the pool. And she's like, hi, boys. Um, I was taking a nap doing what I do best. <laughs> um, so they're just like, ugh, her. Yeah. Yeah. They hate her. They seem to hate her. <laughs> Clearly and hate she her. She seems miserable and bored. And, um, Elisa's like, I do definitely feel like Barbie living in a Barbie dream house. I mean, it's very Hollywood, you know, 20,000 square feet. I, I don't even know how many bedrooms we have. Okay. Okay. This housewife's trying to figure out the bedrooms. Okay. I love, just did it. I love when people do this bit as if they do not brag about this all the time to so many different people right. and call it the penny saver to be like, so do you want to write in a little bit of a, some, an article about my house? It's got 45 rooms. Yeah. Um, so there's nine bedrooms. Final answer. It's like the thing I love of most, of course, is my closet. And so we go see her closet and she's got like remote control racks that like fly down. She's got like a fly system. Basically it looks like in her closet. It looks like a dry cleaners, to be honest. It's, it's like, you yes. know, the dry cleaners, the way they come down from like out of they come from some sort of void. Those things <laughs> on a rack yes. down in front of you. It's like a roller coaster. I actually think it's always the coolest thing watching them all go. But that's what she really has. And she thinks it's so chic, but it actually just looks like a dry cleaners. Which I like because it's not the fanciest closet, but you can, you know, you know, those racks rotate too. You know, <laughs> I love that. I love a dry cleaner's closet. I've never really thought of it that way. I like that. I know. So, um, it. She's like, well, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. she's like, we, we're, me and Lenny are still very in love and we're still the king and queen of parties in Miami. I don't know how happy you're not the neighbors are, but, and then we see gobskulls. This is just her way of saying we're still clinging on to the dream of the the thing that that, that we're clinging on to the, the tiny thread that keeps us together, which is that we both like to drink and actually talk with other people other than ourselves at our house. 
Right. That's what that's about. Yeah. So uh, she goes to talk to Lenny, and she's like, so, Lenny, how are you feeling? He's like, things have never been better. Wow, things have been great with us. The kids are great, right? Right? And she's like, yeah, you want to keep me, right, Lenny? He goes, yeah, I'll keep the cow. Oh, it's charming. Oh, Lenny, like charming as ever. My God. That I need Chucky Lenny's- hair. Speaking of people growing into their surgeries, he has not grown into that Chucky hair at all. Oh, my Chucky. God. So Lisa says that they almost got a divorce because they couldn't start a family. And then during the separation, he had an emotional affair with some $2 hoe. And Letty does not give up that easily at all. Or Lisa doesn't give up that easily at all. So, or he, one of them doesn't give up easily. So when he saw that I was serious and I was done, he came groveling back. And he, he came back. And it was the best decision of his life. And now we have a loveless marriage where all we can talk about is how we're going to throw another party and not talk to each other during that party. Yeah. So she's like, so we're doing okay, right? And he goes, well, look, Rome wasn't built in a day. Damn. What does that mean? (laughs) I know Rome wasn't built in a day, but like you've been standing outside that Coliseum for a long time at this point. Yeah. So uh, they just sit there in silence. They clearly hate each other. Right. Um, I just wrote, there's a couple with no prenup. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly right. right. So then we go to a scene where where a lady just walks and goes, pans out, tits out, let's go. I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) New lady. Like, we're not even going to transition her in the normal way. We're just going to just start with her. Pans out, tits up. That's a first. That's a first for that first line. That's a first first. <laughs> so she comes as Gertie, and she's like, okay, for Bianca's wedding, she wants to know if she can get people on a yacht so she can come right in front of the mansion, and then we can start the ceremony in front of a tree. Guys, that's it for now. I have a call. It's Alexia. Alexia, finally, finally. We're going to see what's going on with Alexia's wedding. Get out, get out, get out. Alexia. Oh, well, everyone knows Gertie in Miami. Like, there's an event. It's Gertie doing it. It's been a Gertie-fied. And so Gertie is like, Gertie is going to be doing Alexia's wedding. And we see a flashback of them planning it. And Gertie's like, you know what? At the end of the day, we'll be gertifying this wedding. You just got gertified. <laughs> and she's like, let me see your vision board. And she shows her this vision board. Of course, it's just white flowers. It's like white flowers and then white flowers in a church. Wow. Um, so <laughs> Gertie tells us, um, Alexia's a good friend of mine. So, of course, she tapped me on the shoulder one time to plan her wedding. Because why? I mean, who else is the best? Moi. Thank you. Gertified. <laughs> And Alexia, like, like, honestly, this is like my last wedding, okay? And it's going to be spectacular. I cannot wait to walk down that aisle and see. I can't wait to marry. And Gertie goes, let's gertify this bitch. You know, it's funny because at first I thought her accent was actually South African, but it turns out that's actually not anything to do with where she's from in the world but she tells us she's like well i am a top luxury event planner and i was featured in martha stewart and vogue and the not uh penny saver uh contact magazine uh highlights magazine uh (laughs) what was that what what was that that i said cornflakes box cornflakes box very Um, good Uh, the ingredients on diet coke (laughs) reebok shoebox uh, we could do this all day, honey. All day. 
Yeah, she goes, let's lay all day and don't play. Why sway, Chante? Copay. Hey, they take a good look at me, baby. I'm a star, baby. I'm a star. And then there's just like a lizard. They just show a lizard. That's like, <laughs> I have been gertified. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gertified lizard. <laughs> um, so she, she came from Haiti. Well, yes. she she went from Haiti to Paris to the U.S. Right? Yes. Um. So she uh, sort of she's like one two three team team one two three team, and then all the her team was hilarious too. She's like, okay, here we are at this event. We're here to plan an event. Okay, team, are you ready, team? And they're like, okay. So they go one two three, and then they all separate into different directions, going, uh huh, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at me, darling, my phone. We're all so busy. <laughs> uh, I gratified my own husband. Okay, so uh, like uh, he was my high school sweetheart, and he's a firefighter. At, but we don't any, do any of that role playing, uh, you know. And I have two sons. I made this. I made this. I gratified this. I gratified this boy. She goes. She's taking pictures at the same time of these models, and she's telling them. She's directing them. Like totally, you know, her energy is all over. And she's like, "Okay, okay, that's great. Give me some architectural poses." <laughs> okay, I what want to see I am pay. I am pay. Okay. <laughs> Le Corbusier. Okay. <laughs> Mies van der Rohe. Mies van der Rohe. So now we go to a mansion and it's Larza's house. So Larza's walking around in a bikini with like a net. She looks like dress. she's in one of those like reusable grocery bags, you know? <laughs> Yes, or like the bag that limes come in. Yeah, she's like in a lime bag, but painted black. (laughs) So she's walking around in that, and there's someone there named Zaina White, not to be confused with Vanna White. And she's like, I feel like it's your party, and you need some hot killer shoes. She's like, but do I have a necklace or do I not have a necklace? Um, well, I definitely know you need heels because, like, you need to have killer. And Lars is like, but is it too much? And she goes, no, it's Miami. God, she's making Miami terrible. So she's like, she's like, my vibe is very Miami. It's like sexy and fun, and I just feel really independent. And for me, independence is really important. But it's not the same without Scotty. I'm like, well, what do you want? <laughs> what is it then? What do you want? You're so excited about the independence, but it's not the same without Scotty. She's like, I'm single and yeah, hotter than ever. Okay. So 20 people are coming to this party. And Larsa's like, well, yeah, we built this house. and There's like a private beach, but we got to sell it, you know, because I'm proud of Larsa. You know why? Because Larsa is winning. You know what? Larsa is doing great. You know, people thought I couldn't make it without Scotty. And people thought I couldn't make it without some old friends. And then we see a picture of the Kardashians. (laughs) She's like, but I'm great. Just look at me. I'm on Peacock. And I just want to live my best life. (laughs) I couldn't even close on a house on Selling Sunset, but I don't need that. I'm great. Larsa is great. And I don't need Scotty, but I will sell his house and use that to do something with my life. I don't need Scotty, just the mansion. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, and I'm going to do what I want. I'm pathetically. I'm I'm phonetically. What's the word? Like, unapologetically. Todd. Todd. This is uh, Alexia coming over the loudspeaker. Uh, it's Todd. 
<laughs> Could you just uh, give us another uh, another take, but this time instead of saying unapologetically, just say "don't." <laughs> so uh, her the Lara producer says, like, goes, "It's unapologetically," and she goes, "Whatever." <laughs> I don't need Scotty to say that word. So mm-hmm. then her friends come over and like, oh, my God, Lartha can't even take this body. And she goes, my body. <laughs> Shut up, Larsa. Me and this old thing. <laughs> so the girls basically follow her around. Basically, she found her own groupies like the Kardashians. She's, her friends are to her what she was to the Kardashians. It's just a bunch yes. of girls with the same face walking around going, oh, my God, you look so hot. You look so hot. You look so good. And she leads them out to the backyard where the pool party is going to be. And there's like a an inflatable slide. And she's like, oh, I didn't want a big one because I'm afraid of heights. But this one, I don't like the colors on it. So she's going to like deflate it because she doesn't like the color scheme. Because it's <laughs> ruining this otherwise very well put together party that basically has a strange wall of balloons that's stuck behind a corner that they move out. Like nothing. It's just it's just like a wall of balloons. And that's the only decor in this party. Yeah. And a shark. Uh, and a shark, yeah, like a bull, a bull that you ride, but it's a shark instead of a bull. And she's got a rack of pink hoodie sweatshirts, which is like the yeah. middle of summer. Everybody in this episode in has Miami. said like five times, "Oh my god, it's so hot! It's so hot!" She's like, <laughs> Just, you know, what? we're gonna wear matching sweatshirts. And she even says, "So this this shark thing, which I actually think it's funny. I like the idea of a mechanical shark." But she goes, yeah, "Shark until boy, your nets, we need to get until the your shark nets going. get cut off while you're trying to ride it." That is oh, a I wouldn't cut, ride a, it. A nut that, killer. That is, I I rode the bull at the saddle saddle house saddle ranch once, and I was like, my groin will never forgive me if I do this again. So no more. <laughs> but she goes, "Shark boy, we need to get the shark going," which is like, just such an obnoxious way to just address people who you've hired you know but so larsa yeah so then everybody's getting ready to come to this party and alexia's getting her hair done and she's like i'm getting so many extensions and frankie's like mom no you're natural she's oh but i'm gonna do a braid he's like mom no braid poor frankie poor frankie um and then adriana everyone's in glam and gertie's like goodified and then um they all they all go through glam and so now we have Larsa's like she so we talked about these balloons. She basically got this step and repeat of balloons, but it looks kind of like a weird amoeba, like a balloon amoeba. It looks sort of like a cluster of viral cells. And she just has them for no good reason. She just has them. So she sort of moved this random block of balloons just it's to like a random representing section. HPV. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she's like, I need to move these, and the some guy moves it, and she goes, oh, it looks better now. What are you, the DJ? You're so cute. And he goes, yeah, that's calling going above and beyond. <laughs> move some balloons. Yeah, they're so heavy, being that they're balloons. So now we also meet Dr. Nicole Martin, who's Alexia's friend, because Alexia picks her up, I believe. And Alexia's like, oh, well, you know, I've known Nicole for a few years now, and like we have a few things in common. Like, she's Cuban, like, Cuban-American, like me, and she's, like, a doctor, and, like, my mom and dad were doctors, and then her father went to jail, and, like, my ex-husband went to jail, and she has feet, and I have feet, and, um, like, she likes crackers, and I actually like cookies, but, like, they're on the same aisle in the supermarket, so that's pretty cool. And we're both so perfect and pretty. <laughs> so they're driving together. And then um, Lisa and Green... Who cares what they're? Why am I writing down what they're wearing? I never do that. Because <laughs> she dressed like a palm tree. They show up in bathing tree, suits, right? Yeah. Oh no, that was the other so, scene. 
Lisa, this is such a Lisa entrance, though, because she walks up to the door. She's like, clomp, clomp, clomp. Oh, my God. Where's the doorbell? <laughs> oh, there it is. Ding dong. <laughs> She's really struggling with her like <laughs> top of the scene activities there, like getting out limos, finding doorbells, you know. <laughs> yeah, finding doors. I mean, at least she found the door this time. Yeah, this so, is good. Um, she goes in and she hugs Larza, and um, she's like, "Oh my god, that's a lot of ass looking at me," and I love it. Looking at it, which you have to, because it's right there. Like you can't not look at it, which is good. I mean, it's good. It's a great ass. Let's. Oh my god, there's the doorbell. <laughs> It's on her ass. It's been on her ass this entire time. <laughs> dong, dong, dong. Lars is like, ow. Stop poking my butt cheek. <laughs> do, do, do. Do, do, do. It's like, oh. So um, so now Gertie and Alexia and Nicole arrive. And Lisa, Lisa Hochstein, of all people, goes, oh, my God. Everyone has huge boobs. I'm like, Lisa, you realize that you <laughs> have you seen yourself in the mirror? Yeah, she's like, it's always a titty party. So Alexia's like, oh my god, I need to check my boobs. <laughs> so they come in. Now Alexia's there. And um, Nicole's like, um, you know, most people would know it, but I'm a board-certified anesthesiologist, so if you mess with me, I'll knock you out. It's like, are you still auditioning your opening line? I know. I was like, you know she wanted that. So she's like, well, they didn't choose it, so I'm going to work it into the show. <laughs> yeah so she's kind of the nerd of the group and um she's like yeah i'm financially independent but i would consider me and anthony a power couple yeah so anthony is this uh he's a successful attorney um who likes his toys and they're not married but they she calls him uh, her husband because they have a family together and they've, they've been living together and she just thinks that marriage is antiquated and if it's excuse me starbucks burp if it's not broken don't Fix it. Yeah, he's like a little tiny Robin Williams, but he has very angry eyes. Yes. Um, so she's, uh, they, we see them with their little kid, Grayson, and they're talking about how he still loves boobs. And Alexi, Alexi is like, oh my God, Frankie still loves boobs too. Uh, well, now, now you just made it awkward. Okay? <laughs> I know. I mean, what was like... talking about like making a joke about a little child? And you're like, oh, yeah, my 24-year-old son, he likes boobs and likes to have sex with girls. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then um, Adriana is coming with a new lady who's wearing blazer pajamas. Yeah, it's a fake Meredith Marks. And it's funny because Meredith Marks initially was a fake Kyle Richards. So... Like the the derivation of Kyle Richards continues on, and so now we have like it's not Meredith Marks, it's Julia Lemigova, <laughs> and um, Adriana is like Julia. Julia and I are like Telma and Louise, and everybody's just like, didn't they both die at the end? She goes, yes. But die happy. Eh? <laughs> yes, because you'll die happy. So um, she's like, oh, my God, I love the little feathers, Julia. And Julia's like, I pull it out of rooster. And she goes, oh, <laughs> yes, Julia has been isolated in a farm. So now she needs a little social interaction with some humans. And then we see a clip of Julia milking a goat while roosters crow all around her. Yes. And then we, uh, we also meet Gertie's friend, Kiki. Who's like this gorgeous woman who uh, is hilarious. And uh, Adriana walks in and she's like, oh, beautiful home. I remember being here for many years. Nothing has changed. I'll just 
stand here while you roll a flashback of me slapping Joanna Krupa. No, you're not gonna roll. Not <laughs> yeah, gonna do that. No, I, was I thought I set that up. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that at Lisa's house? Yeah, it was at Lisa's house. I thought that's what Adriana was setting up, but I guess maybe that was the old house. I got bulldozed, bulldozed over. No, bulldozed. this is this is Larsa's house. Oh, you're right. This is Larsa's house. Yeah, this Never is Larsa's, Larsa and Scotty's house. So um, she. then we cut to just the girls outside. We get a snippet of their conversation, and Gertie's going, I got my first spray tan, by the way. It's subtle, but you can tell the difference. Gertified. <laughs> Gertified. I have a blue check by my name. It's not for to be verified. It's because you're gertified. So, um, uh, so Adrian is like, well, I know it's just a pool party and all the girls, but uh, I feel like Larsa would be better dressed if it was all guys around her because it's very revealing. And that, but the astronauts can see that from the planet moon. So Mary Saul comes and she's like, I don't usually get invited to hot summer girl parties. I get invited to hot flash summer parties. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm going to work that into my cabaret. Good job, Marisol. You're on the team. Um, so friends. she's like in a full one piece, right? So Larsa goes, oh, wow, you came in a bathing suit. I like your style. She goes, well, you said it was a pool party. Yeah, and um, and then they're just sort of talking. It, it sounded like they said that Gertie has been with her husband for 26 years, which was sort of surprising. I, I, I Did I hear that wrong? Yeah, she, they met in high school. Oh, that's right, high school. And so then... Um, then Lisa is just eyeing everyone's boobs. Lisa is so jealous. Like, you know that she's going back under the knife after this party, right? Because all she can talk about is how big everyone's boobs are. And Adriana's like, well, I have a 32 triple D thanks to Lenny. And then she sort of like flashes her boob. Yeah. And so everyone's like, woo, your boobies. And they, they're all telling her, great job. And Lisa's like, I think I'm taking the credit. Like, thank you. I'm saying, like, thank you, everybody. Like, I did it. That's so fun. I'm so funny. Lenny is still the king, boob king of Miami. And then it cuts to Larsa telling us, oh, my God, but they're, like, super fake. Are you kidding me? You look like you're sitting on four Southwest seats. Like you can, <laughs> you can see the indent between your implants and your butts. Please do not spread bad surgery comments to everybody else. Yeah, please, please, Larsa. Right. So now Adriana's grabbing uh, Larsa's butt and she's like, oh, well, you know, maybe I need to get on OnlyFans. And Alexia goes, oh, so uh, you're on OnlyFans still? Like, okay, okay. So she's like real judgy about it. Yeah, and Adriana goes, she's going to show me the ropes. I trust her. And Alexia goes, oh, really? You're the person who trusts like that? And she's like, of course, why not? A girl who's single, newly single, I have to provide for myself. <laughs> and she's like, ah, Larsa have, might have a little competition. So then Nicole's like, um, yeah, well, Alexia told me that. And I was like, really? Is Larsa doing this? Because like, it has like a very risque sexual connotation to it. And Nicole is basically like, she. you can see she wants to slut shame Larsa. But she also is like aware that she would be slut shaming, so she tries just like trying to kind of like connote it, but also be sound like she's in support of the whole thing because she's like, oh my god, it's like really risque. Like there's a very sexy connotation to it. Like because I registered and I want to know because like the first thing that I thought was, oh my god, it's such a super slutty platform for skanks. It should be called for skanks only, only skanks. You know what I'm saying? But then I was pleasantly surprised at the extensiveness of the platform. It's not just 
sluts showing their booby parts to all the horny boys of the world. It's not just sluts like Larsa. There's so much more. And yeah, she was kind of like that. She's like, yeah, it's not only sluts like Larsa. There's also chefs and recipes. <laughs> I know. Chefs buy sluts. It's amazing <laughs> what the platform has to offer. And uh, Larsa's like, but come on, like, I do that stuff on my Instagram, too. And Alexi's like, no, 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 no. Instagram is PG-13. And uh, Nicole goes, it's not just women showing their booties. She goes, oh, yeah, it's guys, too. I know. I know. She goes, no, there's chefs. Oh, no. Yeah, chefs who show their penises. But there's recipes for culos. Well, there's, like, people who work out on there with their peepees and their culos. That's, that's who works out on there. Like, Alexi is not having it. No. And so Marisol is like, well, I think that Nicole is quite sneaky and I don't trust her. And I've heard that she said not very nice things about some of the girls. But when she's in front of them, she's like their besties. Says Marisol, the queen of doing all that. <laughs> yeah. So Alexia's like, okay, then tell me how you make your money on this OnlyFans. And she's like, well, you show five, you pay like $5 a month. And then like, you know, you'll like show your workout. So, I mean, come on, you wouldn't pay $5 a month. And she goes, no. <laughs> and Nicole goes, come on, I pay $40 a month to Peloton. Come on. Oh, really? And so you'll pay $5 more for Kuloton? No. Not me. No. So, uh, did you say Kuloton? Kuloton? Yeah. <laughs> Kuloton. <laughs> so, um, uh, Lisa's all of a sudden down with it. She's like, look, if Larsa wants, like, you know, gets like $10,000 on a day for OnlyFans, let her get it. Maybe she can teach me. The new Lisa would invest that money, but the old Lisa would blow it all in Hermes. But you know what the funny thing about the new Lisa is? There is no new Lisa, only old Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so Kiki's old Lisa like, killed new Lisa. Yeah, Kiki's like, why do people only associate OnlyFans with showing skin and making money? And if it is, so what? Sell your cooch, sell your vagina, so what? And Alexia's like, well, the truth is, we're like super old school, like we're old fashioned, and we have this thing, you know, this thing, like it's a doctrinal thing that our parents give to us. <laughs> and Lars is like, oh my God, these people are worried about my OnlyFans. They're on their third or fourth marriages. Like, who are they to judge me? Which, not a terrible point. Not a terrible point. So then um, Marisol gets on the shark to be wacky, uh, but no one really cares. And yeah, no, everyone's like, oh, God, poor shark. <laughs> poor shark. <laughs> so Adriana's like, wow, I am so, I'm, I'm so shocked that Larsa's butt is soft because her butt is so obviously fake that I thought her butt would be hard as bricks. But her butt actually feels good. <laughs> So then uh, Marisol checks in with Julia. She's like, um, hola, Julia. You, you don't live in the Grove anymore? Like, where are you now? She's like, oh, no, no. We moved to Miami Beach. We got farm. We have chickens. We have goats. We have things like that. And Alexi, uh, and Alexi is like, or Adriana is like, yeah, she takes care of everything. And, then and we... so Julia, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, I was going to say lost. what you were. I was just going to say that Julia basically, basically is like, we get like a, a view into Julia's life. She's like, I have a very glamorous house in Miami Beach and a farm in Broward. Uh, and then, of course, they're finally the arrival of Martina Navratilova. She's like, hi, darling. I came for some milk and for my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I just need some milk. And standing by the goat waiting for it. And then and it Julia's says, like, by the way, by the way, I have to say, the caption on Martina Navratilova, iconic world superstar tennis player, goes, Martina. 
Julia's wife. <laughs> <laughs> just just ultimately reduced down to that. Yeah, she's like, oh, before Martina, I had relationships with men. Uh, I had daughters, but I never got married. I never found soulmate until Martina. And she's wearing this outfit in her diary room. It's like a fan, like a folded fan thing, but also feathers, but also like lace. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> and Marisol's like, well, I want to do the farm thing. Like, I want to see the farm, like maybe see some chickens or something. And Kiki's there and she's like, so can I milk the goat with my mouth? And like, she's trying, I think she's trying to make a like a saucy joke. And Julia's like, no. So he's like, well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't, I never done it before. And she's like, I don't know about goat milking. She's going to teach me. Marisol's like, are you crazy? They're basically no anding her like hardcore. Like, no, no, you can't milk a goat with your mouth. That's not how that works. Are you stupid? <laughs> and so Kiki now has to pivot <laughs> yeah. from like, Kiki, instead of just saying, I was just making a joke, now Kiki is like, well, I don't know. I've never been around a goat. I need to learn about goats. Yeah, now they're, now they're just doing that thing where they're like, we're on Housewives. We have to fight about something, right? Yeah. So Marisol's like, I mean, come on. You don't live on farms to know how to milk an animal, okay? Use your hands. I mean, dude, you have to be smarter than that, all right? And she's like, um, it has nothing to do with being smart. It's a question, Marisol. And she's like, I mean, but seriously, you're saying you're going to milk a goat with your mouth? She's like, oh, come on. Now you're calling me stupid? I mean, come on. She's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm like, honestly, with this cast, I would not put it past them, right? So Kiki goes, this is the question I'm asking her, okay? I don't know if it's something that's been done before. And Marisol goes, oh, it's been done in porn. <laughs> and she goes, oh, did you see it in porn then? Did you see it in porn? And Mar Marisol's like, let's just change the conversation. <laughs> Julia's like, I was just about to talk about Martina Navratilova, and you've ruined it. So now Larsa's like, guys, I want to take photos with us all matching because I love when people match. And I've been hanging out with Kim Zolciak a lot. So uh, I got us all pink sweatshirts for this freezing cold 89 degree, 100% humidity Miami afternoon. Yeah, and so we get all the ladies' takes. Gertie is like, I mean, she's giving away all these free shirts. It reminds me of my teenager days. I mean, it's kind of teeny bobby. And Lisa says, um, yeah, it's like for younger demographics. It's like affordable. It's very affordable. <laughs> Which I normally I'd be like, you're being a brat right now. But I love just any Larsa, any shade against Larsa. So I was like, <laughs> yes, Lisa Hoxie, yes. Thank you for making her, for shading that. And Larsa tells us, you know, people who say things like that, they're just like old in their brain. <laughs> old in their brain. Oh, you know, that anti-sweatshirt sentiment comes from old brain disease, guys. Man, people with dementia really hate inexpensive sweatshirts. I didn't really feel like I was old until I woke up one day and said, That sweatshirt's slutty! And I realized, wait a second, I'm old. I got that old brain. So they all put on these sweatshirts in the middle of summer, and it's hot as fuck. And Alexia's like, mm, no, I'm not going to do that because it's hot, but I'll hold it. <laughs> so they take a, a picture. So then the next day or whenever. And by the way, Julia's this is very, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is very Kim Bierman because there was a photo that Kim put up on Instagram like maybe two years ago where she was like with the Kardashian, like there was a Kardashian birthday and Kim was there and Larsa was there. And maybe even Brielle got to come along. But 
but they did like this black and white photo and it was I forget it may have been Chloe but there was it was a picture of them all together they looked all identical and um and it basically alerted me that uh that Kim and Larsa have some sort of friendship because you know Kim wrote that sort of thing like love you sweetie oh my god and I was like Larsa Pippen with these sweatshirts is totally doing a Kim thing because Kim always wants to match she always puts her kids up on Instagram and matches them all up and puts bows in that girl's hair. So like, I was like, this is just like, not only is she a low rent Kardashian, she's a low rent beer man. That's even that's, worse. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. So we go to Julia driving with her daughter and, um, her kid's like, oh, I ju you just got a text. Marty's asking for a cappuccino. She's like, um, well, I need to tell her about that. She goes, okay, well, just leave a voicemail. I'm recording. Go. So Julia looks in the phone. She's like, I'm so sorry, honey. Um, I can't get cappuccino because I'm already late. <laughs> Mom, it's a voicemail. People can't see you. Which is much like us doing our crap and on demand when no one can see us, but we can see I'm each other. I'm fully doing it. We're fully know, doing fully... like Julia to Martina <laughs> right now. I've, you don't know how many times I've been mugging just for Ronnie. I've been mugging to the camera. I cha I actually changed my lighting, and then I was like, wait a second. Only Ronnie is seeing this right now. <laughs> only Ron's. <laughs> happens not on demand. This is only on Ron's. Demand. I'm paying for this. Only Ron's. Um, I kind of always do that when we record anyway, don't you? What? Watch each other or just no, make faces exactly. oh i do all the yeah. gestures even when we don't have the cameras <laughs> yeah. up i will often have my hands flailing all over the place because i need to just yeah. fully get into it you know Me or someone too. so then so... Uh, Mar so, so anyway they they arrive and um well they're not arriving but like uh, they're still driving and and julia is talking about that there their new house in miami is almost ready to go and she's like the last thing that i want my daughters to is to go out to as and for me to worry about you seeing them in like putting on the heels and going off in a crock top. I don't want you to wear a crock top. <laughs> oh, so she tells us, um, you know what? How I grew up is gonna make me sound so vintage, but I grew up in USSR, and it was in bed in me to leave at the first opportunity. So I became Miss USSR, and it gave me opportunity to go to Las Vegas for Miss Universe. I had no English. So Dick Clark said, hello, I'm Dick. I said, oh, my God, how much I get paid for this? He said, no, my name, my name, Dick. I said, okay. He said, he said, what would you do to change for world peace? And I said, can you please reword that for me? And then the donkey that I was on died on stage because I had ridden the donkey all the way from USSR to get to Las Vegas in time. It was a nine-month journey on that donkey. Poor thing died right there, so I was eliminated. Didn't understand question, but I was told it was show and tell. So he says, world peace. I know it's my cue. I lift up potato and I say, <laughs> potato. I lose. I, I lose. said, Raisa Gorbachev, lovely lady. Don't know what she sees in Mikhail. Am I right, everyone? My stand up did not fly in Las Vegas. <laughs> So uh, then they get home and Martina comes out. She's like, hi, hi, guys. And she's <laughs> like, um, am I in trouble, Mar Marty? And she goes, yeah, because you're late and you didn't bring me coffee. I would have waited if you would have brought me the coffee. I wouldn't have minded waiting for that. Now let's take a look at the house, ladies. <laughs> well, the good news is you took so long driving. I actually sprinted 
to the coffee shop and got my own and got back here in the time that we had that conversation. I guess I'm just another, just your standard world-class athlete. So, um, uh, so now they go on like a house tour of the super modern Stark thing. And, uh, they, there's like this one room and there's all these shelves and Martina, Julia's like, the shelves will be full of Martina trophies. And Martina's like, no, no, no books, 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 books. It's too small for my trophies. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like that that was their media room, but there's no room for a TV. It's all books. Like that, to, to Martina, that's media. She's like, books, that's all we need. Books. No, no, you misunderstand. Media room is media room. The room where we sit and have every copy of the play Medea from ancient Greece. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could also do Tyler Perry version because he loved Martin. <laughs> We love Madia and Media, but no media, please. <laughs> <laughs> so she says the first time she met Martina, it was in the year 2000 during the French Open. She's like, I, with friends in club, I did a Russian James Bond moment. I said, you come talk to me. And she received the message and she put she took the phone from her ear, put it back on her shoe, and then she leaned down, went under laser, and came to bar and said, <laughs> Hello, I'm Marty. <laughs> I'm Marty. I killed Chris Everett, and I will kill you if you cross me, okay? Mm. So that was the end of their moment, and Martina disappeared. And she's like, and then I run into Martina at French Open. Oh, Really? Really, mm. just happened to be there. Just happened Again. to be there. Mm-hmm. Just happened to be. You're a stalker, Julia. Okay? You were a damn stalker. <laughs> and I a hope someone has stalker. alerted. Yeah, I hope Martina knows this that she's like totally been stalked. Um, so she's like, and I see her at French Open. So I said, how about breakfast? And then we had the second day breakfast, and then we had the third day breakfast. And then we had fourth day breakfast. I'm like, oh my God, this place is really loading up. This isn't how gay people do it. I mean, gay men. Uh, this is not how gay men do it at all. Could you imagine just like eating around somebody at all on the first, second, third, or fourth day? I tried the weird. same technique on Caroline Wozniacki. It did not work. Did not work. <laughs> it took a few, few different. Anna Kornikova, she did not appreciate it either. But Martina, she likes a free breakfast, it turns out. Yeah, so she talks about how when they started, you know, they were in Paris one time and Martina was giving PDA, basically. Like, she was like, come here, was going to kiss her in the street. And Julie was like, no, no, we don't do these. But they moved to Miami where everything goes. So she feels so free in Miami. And she's like, I don't want to go anywhere else ever. This is my new home. This is where I can run the streets with Martina Navratilova hand in hand and wear croc tops all day long. (laughs) <laughs> oh. so then we go over to nicole to learn more about nicole and uh, she's been practicing medicine already for eight years and um she's like yeah so when people come in they're like you're my doctor you're so young and you're so pretty and i know it won't be i won't always be able to have that reaction when people say you're so young and you're so pretty but for now i'm young and pretty and i like things like sweatshirts actually because i don't have old brain yet according to larsa so that's just what i am just a young pretty doctor so we find out that her mom raised her because her dad was away, but we don't know why. Oh, he went really. to jail. 
Well, she said, well, my dad was gone, but she oh, hasn't, like, she's was... not telling us the jail story yet. Oh, so okay. she's I like, well, my dad was gone. My mom had to take care of us. And um, and she talks about her marriage again. That's not really a marriage, but it may as well be. I'm like, nope. Actually, for the divvying of properties, that's not how it works. And that is why the ladies are going to give you shit about this all That's year what I was going to say. Okay. I was going to say that she might not be legally protected. Well, I don't know. What do I know? I'm not a lawyer. Especially not a Florida lawyer who understands I'm not things. either, but I've watched enough Housewives to know that when the man is saying, oh, no, we don't need to get married. And he's the lawyer, by the way. We've watched – listen, we've watched Real Housewives of Orange County. We've seen what Sweet James is up to, okay? So we know. Things are up. That's exactly right. You know, we're, we're watching that at the same time as this. So I'm like, girl, you, <laughs> you, better, you better get so, a piece of paper. So she is saying uh, because of this, she wanted a career. She wanted to have like basically her own independent money and everything and, you know, doesn't want to be – doesn't want to depend on a man for her money, okay? So then she's like, Papa's coming home. Papa's coming home. So then Anthony comes home and um, she um, she's talking again about how everyone's always asking her when they're going to get married and like if if he popped the question now, she would definitely say yes, but she wouldn't be running out to to get married. To yeah, plan the she's wedding. kind of boring. Going to be honest, she's kind of boring. She's kind of boring, um, but so she then, seems like she's. But she's kind of boring. But I feel like there's a lot of disaster in her world that she's containing from us. Well, like, he's he seems like a disaster. Like she says, oh, you know, Anthony, he's a real Renaissance man. Okay, he, you know, like one day he'll be like, I want to fly a plane, and then the next day he'll be like, I want to race really expensive cars. That is a man who is bored being rich and at the top, and is just so fucking bored he's doing any kind of death defying thing he can. That is exactly alive, right. Okay. I was like, these are all red flags. Don't call him a renaissance. He is such a renaissance man. It's not a renaissance He man. learned how to take himself to a piercing pagoda and get his ear pierced. He is such a renaissance man. I'm like, it's a midlife yeah. crisis. You know, one day he flew planes. Next day he was like, I want to be on heroin today. <laughs> Next second he was like, oh, you know, not comparing planes to heroin. I'm just saying it's like, it just seems like a really bored unhappy person Abort. i agree filling his Rich life person. with activities because right. listen we've seen squid game okay so now we go over to uh <laughs> we go over to marisol's house there was no spoiler in that but for people who know watch they know what i'm talking about so um so now we're at marisol's house uh her tiny little house which is that's actually a tiny, very nice normal house. house but like on it is this, but this i show. mean on this show this show is like <laughs> mansion library mansion even bigger mansion mansion with martina and now it's like <laughs> i know it's like the, a little elf comes out with a cookie for you when you get near <laughs> it's like literally not even a house it's just one of martina's like trophies it's like she's just like martina you won the trophy for best farm in broward county we've given you this trophy in the side in the shape of a house and and, yeah. and just marisol moved into the trophy. Barn trophy marisol's like oh i'm just icing some drinks up in here everybody so alexia comes over with her gay johnny yes. and um She's like, oh, my God, I'm still preparing. You guys caught me with my panties down. <laughs> and Marisol's like, oh, you're in green again. And Alexia goes, yeah, I'm liking green a lot. <laughs> it's the color of money. Why not? I just <laughs> so Alexia is like, so, well, you know, like I'm so in love with Todd. It's the most normalcy I've ever had. And of course, I had to be uh, with a gringo, you know, with her man. I thought he'd be around forever. So I'm like, who are you? You know, the man that I married and the man that I buried. 
were very different. And that gentleman was at the funeral. And I want to know, is it physical? You know, the guy, he's here in Miami, but I haven't seen him. Yeah. Alexia is just is like, like, like going through it, Alexia. I didn't realize that was going to take 20 minutes when I started she, that. Sorry. She really like, well, it's funny when she does a lot, when she does a little. That's why it was so funny when she's like, oh, you, oh, you're wearing green. She's like, yeah, I like green. And you're like, oh, and? And it's like, no, that's it. That's it. She likes green. But then it's like, oh, and I've got a cocktail. Oh, you know what's so funny about cocktails is because like Herman loved cocks and he liked tails. But, you know, he would chase the tail of the cock. You know what I'm saying? Because he had like, like they said he was gay and like I didn't think he was gay. But then it turns out there was a man at the funeral and the funeral. And not only was there a man at the funeral, the man ha may have had a sister who was actually related to Melissa Gorga. So it's like lots of things happening at the funeral. And it turns out gay and like Instagram. He's on Instagram, which is different from OnlyFans because Instagram is like PG-13, you know? It's like, whoa, Alexia. That's Alexia. Oh, my God. Still the same. It just goes to show you things things change, but things stay the same, right? Yeah. So Johnny's like, well, you know, I've seen him in Miami, <laughs> and he knows who I am. So the last time I saw him, he said, take my number down, and I did. And he said, if she ever wants to have a conversation with me, make sure cameras are around, because I'm ready, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And Mary Sol's like, wait, are you really ready to sit down and talk to this guy? And like, he was like, yes, it would be like closure. And like, I want to know, because I have like so many questions, you know? Um, and the assistant goes, he's like, but are you prepared to hear answers that you don't want to hear? Well, you know, I haven't finished Game of Thrones yet. So like, no spoilers, please. Like, no, not, not answers about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I think I'm okay with it. Cool. Um, and Mary Soul's like, I don't even know what she's talking about right now. I mean, and he's like, but are you going to be okay with him saying I loved him and he loved me? And she goes, I think so. Yes, it'll be closer. And Marisol's like, "I, Dios mío, I can't with that. <laughs> Johnny goes, okay, I'm texting him right now. Oh, my God, what should I do? Should I put emojis? Should I use emojis? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, do not put emojis. What about, like, one of these, like, faces? How about that? I think that would kind of lighten the mood, like, when I say, like, hey, the wife of your gay lover wants to meet with you. I think maybe, like, would be good. You yeah. Think how about a uh, then a poop then an eggplant and then just like a car driving let's, let's just confuse them let's um what about the him. monkey with a hand over his eyes like like oh my god crazy <laughs> crazy how about that <laughs> um oh, and so alexi is like oh you know i hear he's a really cute young guy and marisol goes um can we see his instagram let's look at it and he's like well he's private but he does have this little picture we can uh, uh, uh and they Enlarge it like, oh my god, this pee pee. Oh my god, it's Pepe. So he has a my huge god. penis, and it goes to be continued. Yeah, to be continued. Um, he has a huge penis, it's great, really promising. Really promising. I feel like it was a real, I actually think it was a really good first episode. I mean, they had to, they were just like establishing and re establishing things, so not a lot happened. But I was very, very entertained by it. Um, even Marisol, who made me roll my eyes many times, like when she greeted them, we didn't talk about that. When she greeted them at the gate of her house, she goes, hey, gangsters. I'm like, oh, Marisol, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm loving it. Uh, really glad it's back and uh, glad to be talking about it with you. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, thank you so much for being with us. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. 
She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin. Karen McClelland. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.